Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris, and I'm here today to host a fun little modified hot seat head-to-head contest. Uh, we have got our PTE regular, Mr. Mike Mott, taking on our frenemy partner in crime, Brittany Shaw. Let's start off in Huntsville, Alabama. Mike, my friend, how you doing? What are you drinking? Chris, I'm doing great. Uh, my wife is out of town this weekend, so I have been uh, fortunate enough to be able to get the girls down on a relatively decent hour. And uh, now I get to play some trivia, so I'm super stoked to be here. And it's always fantastic uh, when I get to be on with Brittany, even though uh, probably going to get my ass kicked. But actually, we, we've been we've been pretty even overall. We're tied like, at this in point our, in our matchup. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking we were tied, but. Um, I just I grabbed a random bottle of uh, whiskey out of my drawer, and it turned out to be the Sazerac Rye whiskey, which is uh, something that my in-laws actually brought for me uh, back from when they did the Bourbon Trail tour a couple of weeks ago. So I've been enjoying this bottle very much, uh, and I actually just finished the glass that I had previously poured. So you guys get the pop and the pour if you want to listen to the pour as well. There it is. This is a lovely whiskey. Sazerac is a... So they went to Buffalo Trace, obviously. Obviously, yes. Sazerac, I've got that. It makes a good old-fashioned. It's not as spicy as most ryes. I, I think that's why I like it, because I'm usually not a rye person, because they're usually too heavy on the spiciness, but I really like this one. And they actually gave me the option. They brought back two bottles, and they said, you want the Sazerac or the Buffalo Trace? And I already had a bottle of Buffalo Trace, so I took the Sazerac. That's a good call. That's a good call. Yep. Buffalo Trace is actually getting easier and easier to get, because I think... Finally, I think they're they're like decreasing the requirements to be called Buffalo Trace. Like they're not aging them as long, so they get access to more bottles. But hey, now that, that's a little bit of a bummer. Then <laughs> they're kind of reducing their standards to make themselves more available. People chase money, Mike. It happens. You know, re- reducing standards to make make oneself more available. That's kind of how my wife ended up settling for me. <laughs> let's be real. So, I mean, speaking of reducing standards, she went from Jeopardy to Pub Trivia Experience. Let's go ahead and head out to Chicago land. Brittany Shaw, my friend, how you doing? What are you drinking? Hey, Chris. Uh, I love being here on PTE, so it's not a downgrade at all. I promise. Uh, it's been a week. Let's be honest here. It's been not not a super easygoing week for me. It's been pretty like nonstop stress. So I'm glad it's Friday. I'm glad that this potential looming project at my job ended up not happening. Um, and... I'm glad to be here and to get to just chill and play some trivia with Mike. Uh, even though, depending on what it is, I'm just as likely to get my ass kicked. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but as far as what I'm drinking, one of the bright points of this week has been that the weather is finally cooling off here and we're starting to get a little bit more fall-ish. Uh, so to encourage the fall and because y'all gave me the number three when I told you to give me a number between one and four. So I just picked a beer off the shelf. Um, I am drinking from New Holland Brewing Company, the Ichabod Pumpkin Ale. Ooh, so. lovely. Okay. And, and let the record show, I gave you the number pi and you rounded down because well, I'm a dick yeah. like that. <laughs> well, no. Okay. So I actually do have an apple pie wine that I almost grabbed just because you said pie, <laughs> but I didn't feel like opening a bottle. So <laughs> it just. Don't blame like, you. I'll just Probably do the, the pumpkin ale. So. I guess it's my turn. I have also had a week. Um, it's weird because my boss was traveling for business 
the last week or the week before last, and then this week without on PTO. So I haven't seen my boss in two weeks, which like, I like my boss. Actually, I like, I like my job and all that, but it's kind of nice to have the cat away. Uh, and like it was been, a, it was a relatively uneventful couple of weeks. Then we sat in meetings pretty much all day yesterday, me and uh, my peer manager. And then I walked into the office this morning. I drove an hour into the office, walked into the office to a, a message on my on our indoor our interior Slack channel from her saying, oh, by the way, I just tested positive for COVID. Oh, no. So I feel fine, but we're supposed to go to Disney on Monday mm. to see Leah's all-time favorite band, 98 Degrees. And so if I can't go, I'm okay with it. But if I get sick and get her sick, I am going to feel like the worst husband in the world. So I am self-quarantining for a few days and then testing to make sure I'm good, even though I'm vaxxed and boosted and all that fun stuff. And I didn't have it that long ago. So pray for me, antibodies. I need you to work. I am manifesting body temperatures of 98 degrees for you both. I will take that. I will take that. I am manifesting beer into my system. Hey, it's going to work. Holy crap. It's a good Arpe manifestation. Your <laughs> Arpe your DM, everybody. I got myself, uh, I figure, while well, I've got some taste buds, I might as well burn them. Uh, this is a Hyalai Hazy from Cigar City Brewing. Ooh. It is their hazy version of their Hyalai IPA. This is their du- uh, double dry hopped IPA. Uh, so oh. confession time is, I thought I was running out of beer. And then I realized I had a bunch of beer on the porch. I just don't drink because I'm not going to drink IPAs in the middle of a pool in the middle of the summer. So mm-hmm. I draw, I just dragged them all inside. There you go. Oh, man. I have never actually had that particular version of Highlight, so I am jealous right now. I, it's actually good. It's, not, it's, it's nowhere near as hoppy. So. Oh, I love a good hazy IPA. And, I, and I, I'm enjoying that we've we've swapped. You know, Normally, I'm the one with the beer, and you're the one with the whiskey. And we've, we've uh, oh. apparently shifted... Uh, Gears. Believe me, I had myself a a, a Ligori Manhattan earlier, which if you don't know mm-hmm. what a Ligori Manhattan is, that is four shots of liquor, four shots mm-hmm. of whiskey, a shot of sweet vermouth, uh, mm-hmm. five dashes of uh, bitters, and then two bourbon cherries. Yeah. Okay. So I'm feeling nice. it. It's <laughs> going to be a good night. I actually had a pumpkin myself a pumpkin ale earlier tonight. So Oh, it is uh, that season. In, mm-hmm. in kinship with, with Brittany. So, yeah. There yeah. you go. Well, we're going to jump right into our pregame. Our pregame, instead of this being a 50-50 type of game, uh, we're going to have a game that Leah and I have actually enjoyed playing recently called Millennials versus Boomers. And you're each going to pick five. So we're going to ping pong back and forth. You're going to tell me if you want a question targeted at Millennials or a question targeted at Boomers. Brittany, you're our guest. I'm going to let you go first. Which one do you want? Um, hmm. Just because I'm curious, I will take one for boomers. Here is your boomers question. Brittany, who is known for whipping her hair back and forth? Willow Smith. Willow Smith is a correct answer. Mike, we're going to you. Based. Okay. So <laughs> depending on where you draw the line, I'm either a very elderly millennial or a very young Gen Xer. Based on that question, I'm not going to pretend that I know who Willow Smith is or whether I think you said her. So I'm going to go with she whips her hair back and forth. I think I'm going to go with the boomer question. Mike's going with the boomer question. Mike, which band is known for their iconic tongue logo? Uh, The Rolling Stones. 
The stones is correct. Each got a point. Brittany, where are we going? Well, considering my last boomer question le leaned pretty Gen Z or late millennial, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. Let's go boomer. Oh, did you pick boomer last time? I thought you I did millennial. pick boomer last time. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure. Did I say millennial? Because I meant to say I'm boomer. almost positive you said millennial because I, I gave you a millennial question. Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I'll, then I'll stick with the millennial question because I thought I requested boomer. Um, and I was like, oh, are these like targeted because it's going to make a boomer like, what? Right. Back in my day, we didn't have those Willow Smiths whipping their hair back and forth. I feel like we need to go to the tape because I was like, <laughs> I felt like in my head you kind of went boomer, but then you definitely got a millennial question. I don't know. Anyway. You know what? I'm going to stick with it. I will pick millennial. All right, here's Definitively. Your, We've all been drinking. It's fine. At this point, I will feel bad if I'm wrong about what I heard, but you got it right. And it was a really yeah. easy question. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm good with it. Who so. is Willow Smith? Will Smith's daughter. Okay. I was assuming that much. And I felt like maybe I knew that. How but... have you not heard I whip my hair back and forth? Is that a song? You're a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a song. Okay. Yeah. She no also idea. sings on... Um, Oh, I just totally blanked, but it was a song from like last year. She was uh, part of the backing vocals for it. So, uh, okay. Or not backing vocals. Like she was just a featured artist on the track. Gotcha. Anyway. All right, Sorry Brittany, to derail you, Chris. <laughs> we're we're going to stick with a very general terminology here. What is boba? Uh, it's a type of tea with like tapioca bubbles in it that comes from Japan, I think, or Korea, something like uh, that. Yep. Yeah, a tea, milk tea filled with tapioca balls known as pearls. Brittany has got a two to one lead. Mike, where are we going? Well, that's two straight millennial questions that have definitely proven to me that I, my, the fact that I identify as Gen X is probably a good thing because didn't know either one of those. I'm going to stick with Boomer. Okay, Boomer. Here we go. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> Mike, name the members of the Beatles. Write down your points now while you give me the answer. Wow. Um, <laughs> Uh, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Richard Starkey, a.k.a. And, Ringo Starr. And the original drummer? Pete Best. There you go. Well, original bassist, Stuart Sutcliffe. <laughs> but there were two drummers before Pete Best as well. Uh, there were. And but I don't I don't think they were ever the Beatles or even the Silver Beatles when those drummers. I think that was still with the Corey. They were, band, right? they were considered the Beatles at the time. because Okay. Uh, A lot of blurriness around that time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> when they started performing live, that's when Pete Best took over. So they were kind of like early drummers before they did any performances. Right. So gotcha. That's Brittany. as much as I know about the Beatles. <laughs> Brittany, where are we going? Let's go Boomer. You're going Boomer? Okay. I am. I've known both of the Boomer questions so far. So that probably means I'm in for disaster. Can you finish the lyrics to this song? I'm so sad this is an audio medium with that expression. In the year 2525. In the year 2525. We'd all left the planet due to global warming, the polar ice caps melting, and it's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Mike, do you know the answer? I actually don't. And I was this was a this was a song that was on our one hit wonder bracket. Uh, and I remember listening to it a few times then, but I didn't, I remember not being familiar with it at that time. 
and and I found it interesting, but I, I haven't really listened to it enough to remember what lyric comes after it. Brittany's actually kind of close. So it is in the year 2525, if a man is still alive. Hmm. Okay. What Mike, song is that? Going? Uh, I'm going to flip the script in the same way Brittany did and, and try a millennial question. All right. Uh, sorry, Brittany. I don't have the name of that song, but I'm sure we can look it up. I think it's called in the year 2525. Hmm. These are being very difficult to pull out. Mike. I'm very happy Mike gets this question. Mike, how many kids does Chris Jenner have? Uh, uh, five? Oh, unfortunately not. It's six. It's six. Okay. Yeah, Rob, Kim, Courtney, Chloe. I was like, there's the three. Kylie. Yep. Those are them. Yep. What would what? What I I knew that I knew the three Kardashians and then Kylie and then Kardashians. Oh, there's four Kardashians. Yep, four Kardashians. There's Rob, who. Oh, that I was that. Yeah, yeah the th- I meant the three Kardashian girls, and then I knew there was a boy. Yeah, and then I knew Kylie. I didn't know there was. Yeah, a Kylie single. and Kendall. Oh, Kendall. Yeah, 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 I forgot about Kendall. Yep. Chloe, Courtney, and Kim are the Kardashians, and then Rob Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Well, you're both two for three, Brittany. Where are we going? Uh, let's go back to millennial land. Back to millennial land, a boomer's worst nightmare. Brittany, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants is correct. Back in the win column there. Mike, over to you. I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm going to stick with millennial because I want to get at least one millennial question right. All right. Here's your millennial question. Mike, what are you doing if you are jeweling? J-U-U-L-I-N-G. So I think here's the problem. I don't think it's so much that I'm not quote unquote part of the millennial or at least elderly millennial generation. I think it's just that I'm not cool. (laughs) (laughs) And I know nothing about any of the trends that my generation has ever experienced. I have no idea. I have never heard this term in my life. I I thought of jeweling made me immediately think of zooling. So I'm going to say opening the refrigerator and seeing a blank space with a demon inside of it. You're so close. Close, actually. Close. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I don't even think this qualifies as millennial. It feels much more whatever the generation after millennial is. Gen Z. Gen Z. Jeweling is the, you're vaping. Yeah. They're a brand of e-cigs called Jewel. Now, I think they're banned now in the U.S. because they were exploding. Yeah. Or, no, it's not the Jewel. It was, there there were brands selling Jewel online and they weren't legitimate jewels and they were exploding. Gotcha. So gotcha. But keep carrying around that Samsung Galaxy, everybody. Brittany, over to you. To be fair, I think that was the Samsung Galaxy 7, and they've stopped exploding since then. <laughs> so <laughs> they moved on to the eight pretty quick. One can, um, one can hope they still explode every once in a while. You know, I would really like to get a boomer question correct. I don't know that it'll happen, but hey, no risk, no reward. Let's go Boomer on this one. Okay, Brittany, here's your Boomer question. What famous athlete was Brooke Shields married to? Oh. How is this a Boomer question? This feels like a millennial question. Brooke Shields. I know her her eyebrows. (laughs) She was 
Miley Cyrus's, well, she was Miley Stewart's dead mom on Hannah Montana because there was like a ghost scene flashback. Um, I think she was in a movie called The Blue Lagoon. <laughs> uh, so name a famous athlete that boomers would know. Joe DiMaggio. I think he was dead by the time <laughs> they got married. But you know what? He was married to Marilyn Monroe. He's mentioned it by name in a lot of songs. Why not be married to Brooke Shields? Age gaps mean nothing when you're a celebrity. It's true. Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Uh, not the tennis courts, apparently. No. Uh, although Joe DiMaggio does dunk his donuts. That's mm-hmm. true. We do know that. We know that. Uh, Mike, what's the answer for no points? Andre Agassi. Andre Agassi. Oh, I do know that name, actually. I just didn't know he was married to Brooke Shields. All right, Mike, your last one here. Where are we going? Yeah, screw it. Let's, let's stick with Millennial. Sticking with Millennial. Let's see if you can get this one correct. I have to pronounce this name now. Oh, God. I'm already, I've all, I just, just mark me down to zero, and we can, we can call it a day. All right. Mike, who is PewDiePie? A YouTube guy? Yeah, a Swedish YouTube sensation. That's I cool. was like, I know he's a YouTube person. I couldn't. I remember. Yeah, I remember PewDiePie being a thing. Yeah. Well, coming out of our pregame, <laughs> we have a tie game three to three. It, it, it's really interesting. Millennial question, Mike. <laughs> well, it's really interesting because I feel like the boomer questions very much skewed towards late boomer, early Gen Z, and the millennial questions very much skewed towards late millennial, early Gen, early Gen. I said that wrong. Late mm-hmm. boomer, early Gen X, and late late millennial, early Gen Z. So a little bit, anyway. but you know, it was it was fun. It was fun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. That was great. I you know, I learned I learned a lot of things that I will probably forget. What's amazing is I knew every single one of your questions, <laughs> including your boomer questions, right. <laughs> and then I did not know any of my boomer questions. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, well, the uh, the trivia gods giveth and they love to taketh away. Yes. Do indeed. All right. Well, I was hoping we'd have some separation here, but being that we let Brittany choose last time, Mike, do you want to go first or second in hot seat round one? Um, You know what? I'll, I'll let her keep going first. I'm okay. just generous that way. So here's Thanks. how this is going to go. We're going to go two questions at a time for each of you. You're each going to get 13 questions in hot seat round one. So the last one, we'll just get one question. The last one will be one and one. All right. Brittany, here we go. The Zambezi River flows into which ocean? Um, the Zambezi River is in Africa. Um, That's the rain. I'm going to say the Indian Ocean. Indian Ocean is a correct answer. Well done. I would have guessed the same thing. Question number two, Brittany. The queen and which other piece begin the game of chess on either side of the king? Oh. um, I think... Okay. Yeah, your castles. Next to them, I think, are the horsies. (laughs) Found the chess player. Yeah, they've got, it's eight across, so you've got four pieces on each side. One's a king, one's a queen. And I don't know if it's the horsies or the bishops. But I think the knights protect the castles 
So I'm going to say a bishop. Well, bishops do protect the king and queen. Oh, bishop no. is the correct answer. Oh, okay. Cool. You gave me hope there for a second, Brittany. Well done. <laughs> I am very bad at chess. <laughs> I, am, I, I actually am. I actually <laughs> I'm am so serious. terrible. <laughs> Just like uh, everyone I know is like really into chess and people have tried to teach me. And sometimes I'll win by accident. They're like, man, you played a really good game. I was like, I have no idea what I was doing. <laughs> like, I just know you can do this and you can do that. And I finally learned which pieces can move which direction. And that there's a term called castling. And Jay asked something about something called an impassant. And I still don't know what that is, even though it's been mentioned like twice. It, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what that is. So, uh, Mike, we're over to you. Your first question, Muammar al-Gaddafi was the political leader of what country from 1969 until 2011? Oh, gosh. I always mess this up. Was he Libya? He was Libya. Nicely Good done. Good job. Question number two. In what country would you find Robben Island, R-O-B-B-E-N, home to a former prison? Oh, shoot. I have... Oh man, I have absolutely heard of this and I am absolutely drawing a blank on where it is. Um I am going to say yeah. Um <laughs> I I I don't know it. I'm uh, Canada. I don't know. No, you're going to kick yourself. Rob, go ahead, Brittany. I was going to say, is it South Africa? It is South Africa. Oh, that's, that's why Nelson Mandela was cut. That's why I know yeah. it. You're exactly right. That's why I know it. I was right. trying to think of English speaking countries because. All right, Brittany, we're over to you. Okay. What was the name of the man who founded Ford Motor Company? Henry Ford, who was Henry not Ford. a good person. <laughs> is correct. <laughs> that's what I learned recently. <laughs> and he was against Ferraris. He was well dead by that point, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been assured he was against them. He fought them. Yeah, there was, there was a, a movie about it. in there. <laughs> yeah. It was a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Fisticuffs. <laughs> uh, well, I, I knew what I was getting into having you two on the show. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like, I feel like I should apologize, but like you said... I mean, this is the why? third game Mike and I have played together. Like, You know why that is? Is because I always say, who wants to play trivia? And you two undoubtedly answer the call. <laughs> it's true. Mm -hmm. Well, you All say right. who wants to, not who besides Mike and Brittany are available <laughs> right, exactly. to save me from having to put up with Mike and Brittany. I love putting up with one of you. Brittany. That's the one he loves putting up with, to be clear. Oh, I thought it was you. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely not me. It's me. I, I, I'm the problem. It's me. Mm. Brittany, so question number two. <laughs> what do the letters in the acronym SCUBA stand for? Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. That is correct. Brittany's got a four to one lead. Mike, we're going back to you for your two questions. What was the name given to the anti-government protest that spread across much of the Arab world in the early 2010s? Arab Spring? Arab Spring is correct. 
You said you you made me second guess myself because you had Arab in the question. <laughs> That's why I was hesitant. Question number two. Which newspaper was at the heart of the News International phone hacking scandal? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, I don't actually remember this uh particular scandal. Um hmm. Well, you know, I just gotta name a newspaper. That's no big deal. There's not that many. Uh Wall Street Journal. Unfortunately, not news of the world is what we're looking for. Oh, okay. All right, Brittany, going over to you. Questions uh, four and five. Oh, no, five and six. Can't do math. Work at a bank. Don't ask questions. <laughs> By land area, what is the world's largest landlocked country? By land area, world's largest landlocked country. I am not sure. Is Mongolia landlocked? Because it's big. Kazakhstan is big. Is it landlocked? I know you can't answer me this. I'm just, Ooh. you know, thinking it through. I'm going to say Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan is a correct answer. Well done. Okay. <laughs> All right. Question number six. During which Apollo mission did NASA first put men on the moon? Uh, Apollo 11. All right. Brittany is six or six in hot seat round one. Mike, we're going over to you. Where in the body would you find the smallest bone? Try not to giggle. <laughs> I said try, Brittany. <laughs> I know, which made me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take this question as a personal affront, to be honest. Um, it, I mean, front. It, isn't <laughs> it? Isn't it in the ear? Ear is a correct answer. Yeah. All right. The famous phrase, the face that launched a thousand ships was referring to who? Helen of Troy. Uh, I'm sorry. I have Diane Kruger. <laughs> Yeah. Helen of I, oh gosh, I was about to say something. Yeah, I don't know if I can say that. I can't say that. Not gonna Mike say censoring that. himself on the episode. This mm -hmm. is a first. All right, Brittany. On which continent would you find the Draxenberg Mountain Range? Sorry, the Drakensberg Mountain Range. Okay. Can you spell Drakensberg, please? Uh yes. D-R-A-K-E-N-S-B-E-R-G. Drakensburg. Okay. And you just want the continent? Look for the continent. Then I'm going to say Europe, where there are a lot of bergs. Uh, that would be a guess. It would not be a correct one. It's actually in okay. Africa. That was my second guess because I, colonialism. Because colonialism. I was I was literally thinking it's either Europe or Africa because colonialism. I and because I just didn't thought. know, it felt like a safer bet to go with Europe. But I should have always betted on colonialism because... It sucked. Oh yeah, <laughs> and was everywhere. <laughs> if y'all are fans of colonialism, wait till you wait, wait till you hear what our final one of the final wage around questions are. Brittany, question number two for you though. Here, this is question number eight. I apologize. What artist painted the iconic painting known as the Scream? Edvard Munch. Edvard Munch is correct. I'm sorry, we had Edward Munch. Edward Munch. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. I was at a thing and somebody pronounced it munch. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't want to correct you because you're doing a great job. Right. But at the same time, I'm like trying to mouth from the audience. 
monk, monk, monk. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't want to be mean. Plus, be- doesn't look like I'm saying anything if I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> no. It's 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 hard being both pedantic and empathetic, isn't it? Impedantic. <laughs> empedantic. There you go. Pedantathetic. Question number seven, Mike. After nineteen, what is the next prime number? Twenty-three. Twenty-three is a correct answer. Who wrote the book series The Hunger Games? Collins. Suzanne Collins is correct. Mike keeping ground here, just mm-hmm. one behind Brittany. All right, Brittany, your next set of questions. What is mainland Britain's most southern city? Mainland Britain's most southern city. Oh, I don't think it's right, but I'm going to say Dover. Unfortunately not. Mike, do you have a guess? I have a guess based on a Beatles song. Is it Southampton? It is not Truro. Truro. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was I just trying Southampton to think. Southampton of... is actually pretty far east because I always want to say Southampton. <laughs> okay. And then it's like, oh, what's what's a really far east British city? I don't know. <laughs> and then it's a Southampton. Right. I was just thinking of Lennon si- standing at the dock at Southampton trying to get to Holland or France. Hmm. All right. Brittany, question number. Uh, I don't even know what question this is. Your next question. I've lost all pretense of professionalism here. I think this is question it's number, number 10. 10. Should be yeah. 10. In which city would you find the tallest building in the world? Ooh, how are we defining building? Um, uh, probably, probably like people can go up inside of it and not like a, sh- a structure. And I think the answer may be the same anyway. I'm going to say you want the country? Yeah, we're looking for the city. The city. Um, Dubai. Dubai is a correct answer. Um, I don't think it matters. I think by both. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I think right. actually by both metrics. The, even with the spire, I think it's, it's without the spire, I think it's, it's still the a tall structure you yeah. can go right. basically up into. Yeah. I mean, really, if you build anything, if you build anything higher than that, like Tom Cruise is just going to jump off of it. So, right. Well, Mike, question number nine for you, sir. <laughs> Which is the smallest of the Earth's oceans? <sighs> the, the reason I hate this question is because there are five oceans now. There didn't used to be five oceans. Back so in my now, day, there were um, only four I, oceans. <laughs> yeah, I actually still don't think it matters. I think the answer is still the Arctic Ocean. Arctic Ocean is correct. Okay. Because there's now the Southern Ocean. There was not the Southern Ocean when I was growing up. There is, but most of the land land masses in the Northern Hemisphere. Right. So that's a- a- exactly. That's why I was like, I would think it's still the Arctic. Okay, All right. sweet. Question number 10. What type of mammal is a hamster? A yeah, rodent. Rodent is correct. <laughs> it is eight to eight. Brittany, we're back to you. Question number 11. Romania has a coast on which sea? Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to say the Baltic. Oh, not a bad guess. Uh, the Black Sea is what we're looking for. Of course for. it the is, Black yeah. Sea. Yep. I always confuse the Black and the Baltic Sea, and I'm like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> Brittany, your next question this question submitted to us by Mr. Jeff Woodhead. 
Oh, thanks, Jeff. I think which author wrote The Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> um, she's not as good as Andy Weir, but I think it's Margaret Atwood. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I say that I've never read anything by Andy Weir. I have started the pen, the Penelope ad by Margaret Atwood, and I'm excited to get to read it at some point, but it's like a retelling of the Odyssey from Penelope's. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, oh, that's I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. I love I love Margaret Atwood, and I, I've read I've read two Andy Weir books. The Martian's amazing. Artemis is mm-hmm. okay, but um, what's the 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 next one is like Project something that I'm drawing a blank on. But supposedly everybody says that's a fantastic Project book. Cyclops. Is it? No, it's Project something, and I'm drawing a blank. So please don't let that be the next trivia question. That would be very ironic. No, my, In any case, going to Britney. So I am a Lannis Morissette fan. Here is your what question. Is Timmy? Okay, never mind. 11. Okay. Without looking down on a traditional QWERTY keyboard, which letter sits between V and N? Oh my gosh. This is so tough because I, t- I, I type by um, I type by touch. So where the heck is it? C? No, unfortunately it's B. Okay. Oh, so C is on the other side of V. Yep. I was like, v- I was like C is next to V. So, okay. All right. Mike got really robotic for me there. It's just me. Yeah, no, he's really robotic and he's frozen now. Mr. Roboto. <laughs> I take it I came back while I was singing sticks. Well, you're you're singing it like a robot, actually. Oh, excellent. That's awesome. Yeah. Do I need to bounce and come back or are we good? Open the pod bay doors, Mike. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't do that, Chris. Mike, question number 12. Adolf Dassler founded which sportswear brand? Uh, um, I have no idea. Under Armour. No, Adolf should be your clue. It's going to be one of two. It's either going to be Puma or Adidas. But your German brands, Adidas. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> They, they, Adolf and his brother founded Adidas, and I think they got into a fight. And whoever the brother yeah, was, so. went off and founded Puma. Yeah, right. I have heard that story. We each have one question left before we go into our halftime question. Brittany, here's yours. Of the fifty U.S. states, which is the furthest south? Uh, so Florida sticks out quite a bit, like in the downward direction, and the Florida Keys might be more south than that. But I think Hawaii may still be more south than that. So I'm going to say Hawaii. We are America's penis. Hawaii is a correct answer. Don't give me hope like that, Brittany. That was cruel. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be cruel. By singing Chris Ligori. All right, Mike, your question. Which country sits nestled between Iraq and Afghanistan? Iran? And I ran, ran so far away. Yeah, we have the correct answer. All right. We are out of hot seat round one. Let's tally and up. Chris our- staying entirely too frequently in that first round. So you got some catching up to do in the second round. Clearly. You do. It is currently 13 to 12. Brittany has got a one point lead. Good round. 
your halftime round is going to be worth 20 points. I'm going to read you a question. It's going to have six possible answers. You're going to lock in five. Here is your halftime question. I don't know about you, but my childhood featured plenty of appearances of the kids' classic summer drink, Kool-Aid. It was created by Edwin Perks back in 1927 and debuted with six flavors. For four points each, name five of the original six flavors of Kool-Aid. I'm going to grab a beer. All right, our panelists. Nope, take that, rewind it back. Little John got the beat to make your booty go. (laughs) All right. Our contestants have locked in their halftime questions. I'll read the question one more time and then go ahead and get your answers. I don't know about you, but my childhood featured plenty plenty of appearances of the classic summer drink Kool-Aid. Created by Edwin Perkins in 1927, it debuted with six flavors. For four points each, name five of those flavors. We're going to go one by one here. Mike, name your first. Uh, Cherry. Brittany, your first. Cherry. Mike, your second. Grape. Brittany, your second. Also grape. <laughs> Mike, your third. Here's where it started getting interesting for me. Uh, I guessed probably they had an orange flavor. Brittany, your third. I felt decent about an orange flavor. Mike, your fourth. At this point, I ran out of fruit, so I said fruit punch. Brittany, your fourth. I said lime. I thought lemon might be too nuanced. Hmm. Mike, your fifth. I actually thought of lime. So if that ends up being an answer, I'm going to be mad uh, at myself. Um, I, I was going through a bunch of fruits in my head and I settled on strawberry. And Brittany, I'm going to regret asking this, but what is your fifth? The Jonestown Heaven, Heaven's Gate flavor. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm not even kidding. My my boss at work has a coffee mug with a picture of that dude on the, on the, on the coffee. And it's, it says something like drink up or something like that. And I just thought it's, it's fantastic. I love it. I was like, that's how I know you and I are going to get along because you're twisted and I love it. I'm here for it. Okay. A lot to unpack there. We're going to go answer by answer through this. So there's two that nobody said, one of which is raspberry. Oh, okay. When you think of Kool-Aid, raspberry is the first one that comes to mind. Well, I do think of blue raspberry when I think of Kool-Aid. That's so, true. I, and it, I thought of blueberry and I didn't mm-hmm. like get a little further. I, I didn't reject it, obviously, and I didn't get further to blue raspberry. But yeah, you're right. Your correct answers are going to be cherry, grape, and orange. So you're all getting points for those three. Okay. Mike is getting points for strawberry. Oh, okay. The last flavor, Brittany, I can't give it to you. You only got half of it. It was lemon lime. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. Lemon lime. I did think about whether it would be lemon lime or not, but I was like, I don't know if lemon was like a huge draw for that. But no, that's fair. If if I had gone with it, I would have just said lime too because I definitely thought. You know, about the thing it, is, so. 
is if you had told me I couldn't say that last one, I was going to be like, I don't know, strawberry. Like, that was, <laughs> that was my fifth. Like, I don't think that's right, but. <laughs> I, it was literally the one that I was the one I hemmed and hawed about and I settled on mm-hmm. it. So it's a good settle. Clearly. I'll nice take it. done. Nice done to both of you. Mm-hmm. Before we go into hot seat round two, let's go ahead and pop this bad boy. Oh, yeah. I got to do that. too. I thought I was done with this beer. I really did. Um, but I had one can left downstairs. So we're going to drink it right now from the Tampa Bay Brewing Company. This is the Coral Head India Pale Ale. And I maintain one of the dopest cans on the market. Look at that. It's freaking cool. It's a really cool freaking can. Edit. That is a super cool can with an unremovable label, which would make me mad. It's completely removable. Is it? Re- oh, is it removable? It didn't look. It didn't Literally, look. Like it would it's been in my fridge so long, Mike. The label's actually peeling off the can. Oh, that. Oh, oh, I didn't see it. It, it on the based on the reflection. That's awesome. No, it's a really cool label. Uh, Chris, I actually went went um, based on what Brittany said earlier. Uh, I just leaned over and I grabbed a beer because my my ice is melted in my Sazerac. So even though I have a little more, I'm just going to switch back to beer. I grabbed a pumpkin ale out of my fridge. It's the Dogfish Head pumpkin ale. So I'm going to oh, pop that okay. puppy for the second half. I didn't know what you were referencing that I had said earlier. <laughs> You're just like, based on what Brittany <laughs> said true. earlier, I just reached over. Thanks. I'm like, would you grab Thanks. Mike? That's <laughs> true. Things have been said, but I was specifically <laughs> referring to tasty beverages. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it had to be tasty, right? Wow. <laughs> just. I know I should stop. <laughs> I just saw a TikTok about this guy. So now it's back in my brain. <laughs> well, with that. We have a change in score. The score going into hot seat round two, 28 to 25. Mike's got a three-point lead. So, Brittany, do you want to go first or second in hot seat round two? I have been going first all game, and it's kind of been working for me, so I'm going to go first. All right. Your first two questions in round two. On which continent would you find the Yukon River? That should be North America. North America is a correct answer. Yukon Ho. What is the second largest planet in our solar system? Oh, mine. Yeah, sorry. That's how it works. Um, The second largest planet in our solar system, Saturn. Saturn is correct. Although I I would have happily taken that question off your hands if you'd wanted to. Oh, yeah. No, because Chris said it, and I was like, man, why does right. Mike get that? Right. That's the second largest planet <laughs> in our solar system question. I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm cool with it. All right, Mike, here is your question. What are the teeth at the back, at back of your mouth called? Oh, geez. Aren't, like, at the very back or... Uh... The, no, the, the very back of your mouth. Not counting your wisdom teeth, by the not way. Not counting your okay. wisdom. That's what I was looking for. Molars. Molars is correct. Because I was sitting here like, uh, I don't have my wisdom teeth anymore. So for me. Mm-hmm. But what? But I think wisdom teeth are also just molars. They're just like oh, your They last might be a special type yeah, of molar. So. You're probably right. Yeah, they're the ones that always get messed up. Mike, next question. Who was the first female aviator to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean? Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart is a correct answer. So I'm just going to take a brief, a brief side note. I saw a tweet the other day that said um, it was something along the lines of, you know, if you ever feel, if you ever feel ignored, just remember there was somebody in with, with Amelia Earhart when she crashed. And (laughs) 
And I, I, I was very proud of this tweet and I probably shouldn't have been, but I replied, well, has somebody thought to ask him where she crashed? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's. I'm sorry. You can cut that if you want, but I thought it was funny. I'm sorry. Uh, it was funny. I was a sense of humor. I, I mean, that was funny <laughs> to me. It was funny to me too. Of course. All right, leave it. Then. Just saw my sense of humor. So. <laughs> it's true. All right, Brittany, we're back to you. Questions three and four in hot seat round two. What is the official name of the United States' national anthem? The Star-Spangled Banner. Star-Spangled Banner is correct. Question number two. What is the name for a triangle that only has two sides of the same length? Only two sides of the same length. Okay, so that'd be isosceles. Isosceles is correct. I'm trying to figure out if there's a trick in there. <laughs> side, side note, one of my favorite subtle jokes in movies is when the Scarecrow gets his brain in Wizard of Oz and he goes, mm-hmm. the sum of the squares of two sides of an isosceles triangle is equal to the square of the third side. Because it's mm-hmm. so funny. And most people are like, they got that wrong. And I'm like, that's the point. That's mm-hmm. what makes it so funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Mike, which modern day country was formerly known as Zaire? Uh, the Democratic Republic of the Congo. The DRC is correct. Who founded the now multinational company known as Amazon? Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos is correct. All right. Brittany, we're going back to you. Five and six. Here's question number five. What is the common name given to the condition that occurs when divers come up too quickly from deep waters? The bins. Brittany's driving a nice luxury car over there. Mercedes-Benz is correct. Also a fantastic Radiohead album. I'll, I'll take your word. Also, a uh, for those that haven't listened, the song Bubbles Up by Jimmy Buffett, one of the last songs he ever recorded, has a nice reference to the Benz, but that song will make you cry your eyes out, so good luck. Brittany, question number six. What is the former WWE wrestler The Rock's real name? I was worried when this started with what is the real WWE. I'm like, oh, no, Tim and Aaron just tried to teach me about kayfabe, and I don't know enough about it to answer this. <laughs> and then uh, I do know the answer to this one, though. It is Dwayne Johnson, who is not, <laughs> yeah. in fact, The Rock's twin, as some people would have you believe. If y'all can excuse me, I need to go ahead and Dwayne my Johnson. That is correct. You. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Of all the jokes being told here, that's <laughs> It crosses the line, Chris. That, that <laughs> line. Okay. Jonestown is fine. I, I never said Earhart it crossed the line. I just said you. <laughs> All right, Mike, we're over to you. All right. What do the letters NATO stand for? North Atlantic Treaty Organization. That is correct. Second question. The Mariana Trench is located in which ocean? The Pacific. Can you be more Pacific, please? (laughs) Pacific Ocean is correct. Brittany. Uh Question seven and eight coming your way right now. Question number seven. How many pairs of ribs does a human have? Shoot. Um... <laughs> I love she's counting. 
Dear God, she does. She is. Yeah. She hasn't had the Marilyn Manson done. Uh, that can't be real, right? It's not real. It was a it was a <laughs> weird thing that came up around in the nineties. Anyway, I don't know. I'm at. Did you lose count? Got, you need to take off your socks and shoes. I know you've got sets of floating ribs that are like they're considered like false ribs but i don't think that's distinguishable from the number of pairs of ribs if you're counting them well shit that's gonna keep me awake tonight thanks <laughs> i had to fish one out of my i've stuff. got a rib floating in my body this is <laughs> well, great no, they're like attached but they're not like as functional which is why you can get those removed if you're doing like a weird like i want to bend more thing mm-hmm. i think the average human has 12 pairs of ribs what does the unaverage human have look i i don't want to you know judge people who have more bones in their bodies than other people or fewer bones 12 is a correct answer yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> i will point out while fact checking that question i typed in how many ribs and the google predictive search brought up how many ribs does lebron does- james have <laughs> what is he an unaverage human I, I mean, yes, in many ways, but is that the so secret to being like, good at basketball? But it's an like, abnormal number of ribs. Average averages will fuck with your head because the average human has fewer than two arms. The average human mm-hmm. has fewer than one testicle. Like, like <laughs> averages will fuck with your head. Averages mm-hmm. are nuts. When you really think, no. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean that with the testicles. But that was pretty. Funny. All right, anyway, averages are nuts. All right. You'll, all right. All right, Brittany, question number eight for you. What is the capital of Nepal? Uh, Kathmandu? Come on, baby, we're going to Kathmandu is correct. Nicely done. I love that this With game is hitting on all of my weak points in trivia and just, like, giving me a complex. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike. I've gotten two ocean questions, if it helps. Well, all geography is water, apparently. <laughs> See, she's, no, she's a long-time listener. She gets it. So when I've, ever since you pointed that out, when I'm writing my games, I, like, <laughs> try to, avo- I, I'll be like, oh, let me ask a, wa- a water question. I'm like, no, not all geography <laughs> is water. Ask something land-based. <laughs> I, I actually love the water questions. I just had to rip Chris on that because it was such a thing. Anyway, I, I went for a pint on Satera. I went down Satera, by the way, if you're trying to get good at geography, mm-hmm. it's a phenomenal app. Highly recommend. Um, highly recommend Satera. Um, but I went down the, the, the rivers of each individual continent and all that. I went down all those rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. So I did at one point in time, have a bunch of questions, geography nice. questions tied strictly to water. And hence where the, the mocking of Mike Mott has come from. The mocking from Mike Mott. All right. Mike, I hate you so much. I'm giving you this question. Ha! Fair. What do the letters in the acronym RADAR stand for? See, this this annoys me because Brittany got scuba earlier, which is the one of these that I know. It's like occasionally, like I can kind of pull laser. Um, <laughs> Hold on one second. Don't answer that yet. So let me pull that back because... Radar itself is not ac- actually an acronym. I was wondering that. Okay. It is not. Radar does stand for something. So what does radar stand for? It that is- Okay, that makes more sense because it's not like R-A-D-A-R. It's, it is not. Yeah, and um, 
that, which isn't to say that I know it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go but, to Marshalls and ask for my deck. But I didn't think it was five letters. I thought it was something. It's like, um, I, uh, the, I, I honestly don't know. Uh, radio amplification ratio. I, I don't know. Oh, you're so close. Radio detection and ranging. Ah, okay. Mm. Okay. I was going with really awesome display and relay. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. All right, my question number eight for you. Steve Wozniak and Ronald Wayne were two of the three founding members of what company? Um, Apple. Apple is correct. It's the first time I've heard the name Ronald Wayne in my entire life. I, I was actually thinking that. Oh, I was no, like, why? Is he the guy that sold his shares like a long time? I think, he's the, I think yeah. he's the one that sold his shares at the very, very beginning for yeah. like six figures or something like that. You know. All right, Brittany, we're on to questions nine and ten for you. Here we go. Which gas makes up the largest portion of the Earth's atmosphere? Nitrogen. Nitrogen is a correct answer. And it's not close. <laughs> no. It's like a, what, like a 79 to 70, 70, almost 80%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Question number 10, Brittany. The Chernobyl disaster took place in which city? Oh. Um, I knew the country. Because <laughs> <sighs> it's Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Chernobyl is in. I don't think I'm going to pull it. I just. It, I know it's in Ukraine, and I can't think of another Ukrainian city besides Kiev right now. It's a tough question. So it's I'm going to say it's in Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Pripyat is what we're looking Pripyat, for. Pripyat, yes. Pripyat. Mike, moving over to you. You're currently down two, if I'm not mistaken. Nope. I have him up one. I'm in this round. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down in this round, but I'm up thanks to the mm-hmm. random wag in the halftime. Yeah, Mike. Who was the Greek goddess of fertility, love, and beauty? Aphrodite. The Cleopatra, Joan of Arc, Aphrodite. That is correct. We, no one knows the song. She's so high. Just me. Oh, Tal Bachman. So I know the song. Yes. Yeah. Who sings that? I have no idea. Tal Bachman. Yes. All right. Oh, Bachman Turner Overdrive. Exactly. Exactly. Mike. I'm slightly legitimately yeah. asking. <laughs> it, yeah. Mike, in what year was Facebook founded? 2004. 2004 is correct. Yeah. Good job, Mike. I was like, I joined in early 2005, and I, so I was like, it was probably 2004. I wasn't allowed to join till like 2007, 2008. Brittany, we're over to you. Mm-hmm. Questions 11 and 12. In which European city would you find Brandenburg Gate? It's in Germany. It is in Germany. Oh, sorry, that was too much. Excuse me, sir. I apologize. I apologize. She, no, no. She she knows where the Bergs are. We've already yeah. established that earlier. It's I, fine. Got a good shot. I'll allow. I think it's it's Berlin or Munich. So I'm going to say Berlin. Berlin's a correct. Nailed it. Good job. Good job. I've been there. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Oh. I loved I loved Berlin when I was there. It's so such a rich history. I thought it was wonderful when I was there. Brittany, question number 12 for you. 
Which star sign follows Sagittarius? Oh, geez. Okay. I know which one is before Sagittarius. Uh, that's not what you asked. I don't know. I'm going to say Capricorn. Capricorn Damn it. Wag is the correct answer. So I'm really bad at the zodiac. <laughs> the 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 reason the reason I know this the reason I know this is because we were like there's an outside shot and I and what's really weird is I don't remember what comes after Capricorn. I think it's Aquarius. Because when we were considering our daughter's due date, we were like, she's either going to be a Capricorn or I think it was an Aquarius. Never considered the fact that she might be a Sagittarius because we didn't think she was coming that early. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, sorry. Side note. But I, just, I was just like, that's why I know. Well, it's like, Capricorn. I'm a Scorpio and Aaron is a Sagittarius. So I know those two. Right. But I was like, I don't know what comes after that because no one was born that I know then. So no. right. in multiple levels i am a cancer so anyway mm. chris continue i am a piece of shit so mike question 11 and 12 for you 11 what is the capital city of argentina buenos aires buenos aires is correct question number 12 mike which modern nation did the romans call caledonia uh i feel like What's what's messing with my head is I'm like sitting here like I don't think it was Caledonia, I think it was Catalonia was a brewery. <laughs> and like that's all my head's going to. Um I I feel like I should know this, but I don't. I'm gonna say Greece. Not a bad guess. What bothers me about this is that the island of New Caledonia is an overseas territory of France. That's not the correct answer. It's Scotland for some reason. Oh. So even my knowledge I'm, of 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 you know colonial imperialism would not have helped me get the right answer there. So it works. But you know what that makes sense because the the brewery that I was thinking of is in Dunedin, which is the which is a Scottish name. So mm -hmm. I'm right. betraying my heritage by not knowing that though. So I feel shame. Brittany, question number thirteen for you on the periodic table of elements. What is the chemical symbol for iron? F E. F.E. is correct. Mike, your last question of the main game. What is the name of the German Parliament building? I'm going to take Brittany's question, please. <laughs> like, give me like I, pick an element at random and ask me what that is. You just told you literally just went like a three minute diatribe about how you've been to Berlin and you love Berlin. Just tell me the name of the German Parliament building. It's all That's I fair. need. That is fair. That is fair. Um, but unfortunately, I I don't I don't know the answer um, at all. Uh, it's probably the something Hof because everything seems to end in Hof in German. Hasselhoff. The Hasselhoff, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I, I genuinely feel bad. I, I don't know the I don't know the answer to this question. Um, the the Luptmannhof, I really don't know. Not a bad guess. Uh, the Reichstag. They're oh Reichstag. fucking hell! Once it's one of those. Once you hear it, it's like yeah. oh my gosh, that's that was that me with Or it's what? Yeah, it's so mm -hmm. it's so obvious, and I just I didn't associate that with it. Yeah. If it makes I, you feel my, better, you can tell me the symbol for molybdenum. A molybdenum, I believe, is MB. 
I think so. MD. I don't know. <laughs> it's WD forty. Okay. I don't know. But I, I do. I do want to take this opportunity to apologize to our German listeners. I actually genuinely believe that Germany is a lovely country from the time mm-hmm. that I've spent there. Um. So I'll throw that out there. So it's actually mo. It oh, it is mo. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. All right. Your score is going into your round. 38 to 37. Mike Mott is clinging to a one point lead. Let's see if he can keep it going. Your wager on categories. Category number one is U.S. presidential math. Category number two, colonial expansion. Category number three is television. Again, your categories U.S. presidential math, colonial expansion, and television. Lock in your wagers when you're ready. Hey, trivia lovers. Want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered. Streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. All right. Wagers are locked in. Here we go. In the category of U.S. presidential math, within two years either way, the youngest president when being sworn into office was Teddy Roosevelt. The oldest was Joseph Biden. What is the difference in their ages when being sworn into office? Nope. Bye, Brittany. I mean, that's one way to give up. Right? Mike is locked. Mike so is locked. I, I am. Yes. Okay. I am also locked in. <laughs> All right. We are moving on to question number two. Question number two, your category is in colonial expansion. The island of Macau was first leased to what colonial power back in 1557? And by the way, China received annual rent for this. In 1887, the island became an overseas territory of the same colonial power and stay in that way until 1999 when it turned the island back over to China. What colonial power was it? Locked in. I will also lock in. All right. We are on to question number three. Your category was television. Here we go. Of the several television shows who tried to replicate the success of Friends, Arguably, the most successful was How I Met Your Mother. But we often forget about another show that ran for seven seasons and featured Seinfeld and the Tick veteran Patrick Walburton and Goldie Hawn's son, Oliver Hudson. What was this long-running sitcom called? Locked in. I will also lock in. All right. Everyone is locked. We are going to go reverse order here. Three, two, then one. Question number three, category wasn't television. Of the several TV shows that tried to replicate the success of Friends, arguably the most successful was How I Met Your Mother. 
but we often forget about another show that ran for seven seasons and featured Seinfeld in the Tick veteran Patrick Walburton and Goldie Hawn's son Oliver Hudson. What was the name of this sitcom? Mike, your answer and your wager. Well, uh, I don't know about we often forget it, but I certainly often forget it because when I think of Patrick Warburton being in anything other than Seinfeld, I think of the tick. So I locked in with the tick Two electric boogaloo and I wagered zero. Brittany, your answer and your wager. Oh, uh, so when I think of Patrick Warburton, I don't even think of the tick or Seinfeld because to me, he is and always has been crunk from the emperor's new groove until yeah. he was Lemony Snicket for a bit. And then I know he had like a CBS sitcom. I have no idea what it was called. So I went with Kronk's new groove. I should point out he was also on Dave's world and, and he was wonderful on Dave's world. I don't know what that is. Oh, which yes, was, I do. Which, Dave's world. That was world. the Dave yes. Barry series. That was yeah, the series was the little, Dave Barry was on with the, uh, Harry Anderson. On the, yeah. Dave was on the little tricycle. Yep. No, that's Bobby's world. Just no, that, yeah, yeah. It's not what yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know what Dave's, Dave's world is. World, yeah. It's okay. And Brittany, what was your wager? <laughs> I wagered one point. No one is getting the correct answer. That show also starred David Spade Mm -hmm. and was titled Rules of Engagement. It is one of my guilty pleasures. Today I learned David Spade was on a television sitcom not named Just Shoot Me. Cool. I I remember David Spade being in the sitcom, too, because I was like, because I think David Spade was the voice of Cusco. Not to (laughs) not to. Tilt my hand at another one of my trivia questions I have written, but David Spade was also one of the two tasked with replacing John Ritter on Eight Simple Rules. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, you don't John Ritter that. suddenly passed. They brought on David yeah. Spade and somebody else to kind of take his place for the, I think, two years that show ran after he passed. Mm-hmm. Hey. God, it ran. I can't believe it ran that long. That was a mm-hmm. rough one. But Rules of Engagement is the answer we're looking for. No one got that correct, which means your scores as we sit right now. Mike is at 38. Brittany is at 36. Moving into question number two, the category was Colonial Expansion. The island of Macau was first leased to what colonial power back in 1557? And by the way, China received annual rent for this. In 1887, the island became an overseas territory of the same colonial power, staying that way until 1999 when this country turned it back over to China. What colonial power am I speaking of? Mike, your answer and your wager. Well, colonial colonial expansion is just <laughs> so broad of a category that I had to wager zero. But when I think of countries turning things back over to China in 1999, I think of the United Kingdom. So that's what I locked in with. Brittany, your answer and your wager. So I did think about the United Kingdom because of colonial powers turning things over to China. But I know in 50, 50, 1557, the UK was a little bit busy with some succession crises of their own. So I thought maybe they weren't doing the whole, <laughs> like, fair. let's borrow a country thing or a city. Um, so I went with another colonial power from around that time. And I said Spain, because I feel like Macau has a slightly more Spanish Latin spelling. So, And I wagered six. Macau does have a slightly more a different spelling, maybe a more Iberian spelling. Not quite Spanish. It Aww. was Portugal. Oh, dang ah. it. They're, the other big though. one. Yeah. It's like, it's basically the UK, France, Spain, and Portugal around yep. that time. Yeah, those, 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 those are the four. four. Yep. Why is it whenever we talk about colonial expansion, it's one of you four. <laughs> right. I mean, 
when Especially I take over the you, world, Portugal. I'm sorry, no Spain and Portugal are just going to be one country called Portugal, right? <laughs> um, as someone who's been to Portugal and now has a relative, I guess technically mm-hmm. sister-in-law counts as a relative who's from Portugal, they will take great offense to that. Portugal, great offense to that. Oh no, they totally will. But yeah. So our, to our Portuguese listeners, if we yes. have any, uh, we, I love we, you. We, Thank we, you for your hospitality. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 mean, we mean no offense, and we are genuinely impressed by your ridiculously above the next country below you wine consumption per capita. Like, like I just tip my hat. It's Portugal, not even funny. Go like, you. It's like two to one. Go you, insane. Portugal. And I'm impressed with your production of cork. <laughs> which is probably related. Hmm. Yes. All right. Well, your scores right now, Mike has got a 38 to 30 lead lead as we head into our final question of the episode. Question number one, your category was U.S. presidential math. Teddy Roosevelt was the youngest person to be sworn into office. Joseph Biden was the oldest person to be sworn into office within two either way. What was the difference in the years when they were sworn into office? Brittany, your answer and your wager. So I think Joe Biden was like 76 when he was inaugurated. And then I believe, uh, I know you have to be like 35 to be president. So I figured Teddy Roosevelt couldn't be really much younger around there, but I thought maybe he was about 36 because I know that John F. Kennedy was like 40 and he was one of the youngest. So I said 36 and the math worked out to 40 years difference between them. And your wager? I wagered 10. Mike, your answer and your wager. (laughs) It was going to be interesting. I, I believe Teddy Roosevelt was either 41 or 42. Kennedy was 42. I, I think when he was, there's a weird thing where it was like Teddy Roosevelt Kennedy was younger when he was elected, but Teddy Roosevelt was actually younger when he was sworn in. It's something like that. I've, I've lost track, but they were like 41, 42. Uh, and, and Biden, I think to, yeah, to Brittany's point was 76 or 77. So I kind of took 41, 77. And that was the difference that I took. And I said, 36 was the difference in age. And, oh, and I wagered because I'm an idiot. Actually, Ironically, 36. I was like, please tell me that's also your wager because I have no idea how this is going to go. Right. But I personally feel guilty betting zero on stuff. So I'm like, what if I bet zero? (laughs) I I used to feel that way. And then enduring the hot seat tournament last year, I got over it because it bit me in the ass. Well, ironically, Brittany, it almost didn't matter what you wagered here. Okay. Because Mike was going to be all, not all in, but he was either going to finish with a high score or two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Joe Biden was 78 years old. 78. Okay. Ooh, okay. When he was sworn into office. Teddy Roosevelt. Mike, you're so, you're, you're actually pretty damn close. John F. Kennedy was 42 when he was elected. He was 43 when he was sworn in. That's what it was. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt was 42 years old when McKinley died. Right. Leaving us with a 36 year age gap. Mike, you're going to get your 36 points and you're going to be our winner tonight. Well done, Mike. Good game, Brittany. 
Holy yeah! When, when I when I saw U.S. presidential math, I was like, I'm going to listen to the other two categories, but that's probably the one I'm just going to push all yeah. in on. I mean, it really didn't matter. I thought about wagering zero on all three of those categories because I just was like, this is a nightmare of a final right? set of categories for me because it's U.S. presidential history, which I'm terrible at. <laughs> Um, colonial expansion, which I might be okay at, but I don't know because it could be anything. And television, which is very unlikely to be te- in my wheelhouse. Te- te- television, television's one of those. I almost, I feel like I almost just by default bet zero because mm-hmm. this could be absurdly in my wheelhouse or it could be absurdly outside mm-hmm. my wheelhouse. It's such a broad category. Like if you'd given me nineties television or something like that, like I could have maybe been like, or yeah, if it had been aughts television, which I think would have mm-hmm. been more appro- apropos for that question, I'd have been like, yeah, definitely zero. But if it was 90 television, I'd be like, eh, I might throw some. Oh, I would have been definitely zero. Like when Chris started the question, like, Series that are like Friends, and I was like, "Well, I've seen Friends, and, uh, and you're like, like How I Met Your Mother." I was like, "Well, shit, I could have bet points on this." And you're like, "But other?" I was like, "Oh, good, exactly." <laughs> like, that was an emotional roller coaster for exactly. me. Exactly, like, it's like, did, did I did I do the right <laughs> thing by only wagering one here, or would I have been better wagering <laughs> more? You know, regardless, it is always a pleasure. Oh, to, yeah. to, to, to compete I, I i enjoy the hell out of it i don't i never i never care about the outcome because i mm-hmm. enjoy the company so much and i always learn something mm-hmm. uh, mike i don't know if you, if you realize this i'm on this recording too though so hi chris how are you oh hey chris how you doing what you drinking <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the pub trivia experience Fuck. hey chris hey hey no no, no. Yo, yo we're not giving chris chris props i love i love the wager on quite it was a great oh, yeah. game. After everything it was a great game it was yeah, fantastic it was i enjoyed fun. every minute kiss ass later i love it i love it oh yeah You're, well it's it's a substantial ass to kiss so you know damn wow i mean that in the best possible way i always enjoy recording with the two of you because if nothing <laughs> else it's fun to watch you rag on each other while i sit here and drink this is what i mean like can you think of a better way to spend a friday night Nope, not really. I mean, I, I really can't. Don't I'm tell my boyfriend. I I would gladly spend a Friday night with him. Just well, next you know, time we'll get him on too. Yeah. We'll, we great. Should, yeah, we should do like a like a. I'd like love a, to. I'd love to get Aaron. I like. I feel like he's been on Boozy. I don't know if he's has he been on Pep Trigger Experience. I don't know if he has. I don't think we've had. No, because he signed up for the PTE tournament, the hot seat tournament last year. Was but y'all had just filled out the bracket. It was like yeah, he was the one that was late. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Like okay, y'all had yeah. just y'all had just gotten like he was like volunteer number thirty seven or something like that. I was like, oh no! I, I, the the Britney versus so. Aaron tournament would be. Oh, he would he would kick my ass, but it would be very fun. He is he's great company. So though. fucking good. Like, he is. He is. He is. He knows his shit. It's amazing. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. Uh, Brittany, before we sign off, um, as if our listeners haven't heard about this <laughs> enough, but tell them one more time about Frenemy Trivia. Oh, sure. Uh, Frenemy Trivia is the trivia show where friends quickly become enemies um, and then quickly realize that Tim and I are the actual enemies of the show. (laughs) Um, We just today at time of recording, we just dropped our last episode of the regular season of season one and will be and have started recording our tournament of frenemies where we're welcoming back our 16 champions to face off to find out who is the ultimate frenemy of season one. Um, And then it's like from the bottom of my heart, it has been such a beautiful like time 
seeing what it's developed into. Like when I signed on, I thought maybe 50 people would listen to us and I'd be like, hey, cool, 50 people like this thing that we did. But we've seen like just such support from like people I haven't talked to in a while or people I don't even know know me. And they're like, I love da 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 da. I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. And it's just, it's been a really fun experience and just getting to talk to different people, um, torture different people with <laughs> my awful humor, which appears in every single episode. Like there is no escape anymore. Everything is puns and just ridiculousness and people willingly sign up to come like hang out with us for a little bit while we do that. So um, like in all seriousness, the support has been great and I can't thank like y'all enough for like giving us that space to come just try out this silly game and this weird idea for a format and just like giving us a network to like launch from. So it's been you. a lot of fun. It really has been a lot of fun on my mm -hmm. end to watch that show. Mm -hmm grow into what it is and it's gonna mm -hmm. it's continuing to grow so absolutely oh yeah it, it's it's awesome you guys have put a lot of hard work and dedication into it so you should be very proud of it and um, we haven't murdered each other yet so yeah which which i think is it's an accomplishment so. yeah fingers crossed that happens soon we just get down to one host. <laughs> <laughs> two frenemy hosts and two one leaves <laughs> with karen said she could use the she could use the life insurance money so Brittany, get on that oh, okay yeah, I've actually gotten to talk to Karen a few times now, and she's delightful. I like Karen's her a lot. Awesome. So, yeah, Karen's awesome. I don't know what she's doing with Tim. Yeah, I think he would say he's the not same even thing. here to rag on. He's not even here. It's not fair I to know. be on a Tim because he's not here to rag on. He's but at Tim home in a tank top. That's hey, basically what I, I got. Yeah, no, you you made me feel right at home with your shoulders being exposed. So shoulders aren't exposed. No, no, I'm not a tank top. It's a cutoff. Yeah, cutoff. sure. Yeah. I love the shoulder. Fair. I don't like. I don't want to just make. Everyone on the podcast swoon. Yeah, just a little. Just Mike. <laughs> oh, Mike, Mike, Mike. I got the vapors. I got the vapors here. If you knew what vaping was, you would have gotten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a true statement. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know what jeweling was if you had the vapors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoy the shenanigans that we bring you on a regular basis. <laughs> Um, it is genuinely fun to do this. We hope you enjoy our stuff. If you enjoy what we do on a regular basis, so. Here in the Poetry Experience over in front of me, heading over to patreon.com slash PTEBB. That is your home for all of our bonus content, and it's a great way to kind of give back to the show that hopefully you you love. And uh, honestly, that money goes right back into making the show better. You know what? Heading over to PTEBB.com. You want to find our Discord server, our merch store, the whole nine. All of our socials are on there. But we're going to go ahead and call it a night for now. For the Pub Trivia Experience, I have been Chris. I have been Mike. And I've been Brittany. And we'll see you next week. Until then, have a good one. Your scores going into the wager round. Mike Mott is clinging to a 38 to 37 lead. Woo. Brittany got 37 points in a row. <laughs> in a row. <laughs> <laughs>
Just trying to suck any dick on your way to the parking lot. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to say, I just have to say this real quick. Uh, today at work, mm-hmm. uh, one of my, one of my uh, guys on my team was, was actually supposed to take vacation, but his vacation plans fell through. So he came in today and mm-hmm. he goes, he, he literally said, I feel like I'm not supposed to be here today. And his name is Randall. <laughs> it's not quite Dante, but it was still just the fact that his name was Randall. Like this that just makes this so much better. Brittany, are you a, uh, a Kevin Smith fan? I know who he is. I think Brittany should watch Dogma and then come play trivia with us, Mike. I'd love that. Maybe I have so many, there are so many movies on the list of people tell me this is something I should watch. So many, like (laughs) it's, it's a meme at this point is that I just, I have, like, if you ask me, have you seen? No, like it's kind of my default. And then I'll almost be like, oh wait, yeah, I actually have like, (laughs) right. Like, holy shit. No, wait, I can actually say yes to this one. Yeah. Like, I know Jensen Ackles was in, I think, the third, second or third Clerks movie. Because that's where he. Not any of the Clerks movies. I was going to say. I I actually feel shame for saying this. I've never, I still have yet to see the third Clerks movie, but I didn't remember Jensen Ackles being in the first two. I know, Chris. I know. I know. I'll have to look it up because I thought that's where he met his wife. Clerks 3 just came out like a year and a half ago. Yeah, it wasn't Clerks 3, but what am I thinking of? You're not asking questions. Are you not thinking of um, My Bloody Valentine? Uh, No, because I didn't know he was in that until I listened to the uh, boozy horror So I think Jensen Ackles is Supernatural? He is Supernatural. Okay, I was like, like, that's a name I know. Why do I know it? That's why. Okay. Oh, it's and he's by the way, as a heterosexual male, one hundred percent would go for that guy. He is beard, gorgeous. no beard. I don't care as long as he has that deep voice. Oh, my pants are coming off. I don't even care. <laughs> what was that about? Don't oh. don't All suck right. dick All on right. the way to the parking deep lot. Dickling. Let's Hold go. On. Hey, yeah, that's 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 from that's from clerk. Don't suck any dick on the way to the parking lot. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Um, my pants are coming off. I don't even care. Proposed title for this episode. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Well, all this is getting edited. I was going to say, we're probably going to have to cut all of that because it's a... Which would make it even better as the title to this episode because people would keep waiting for it and it would never come. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Yep. I said it. All 